Hey, this is Jacob Hudson, and you're listening to the New Strength Way podcast, where we guide you through becoming the strongest version of yourself through movement, education, and connection. Now let's get into it. Alright, we're back and today I've got with me Nath. So this is going to be a fun episode. We're going to be talking about basically the uh, origin story of new strength. Every uh, every superhero has got their origin story and I think we're going to try to spend some time covering that today, how we got to having new strength and a bit of the journey so far. And then finishing up with probably what we see for new strength in the future over hopefully the next many, many years, but uh, we'll, we'll see where the conversation goes. So, Nath, welcome back to the show. First time in a while? Yes, it is the first time in a while, actually. Thanks for having me on again, Jake. It feels like it's a, uh, like it's, like you've had to work your way back into the show after yeah. you're on every episode and then you, you went to sporadically jumping missing. in. Went completely missing. <laughs> had a baby, went missing, and now I'm back. Um, no, it would be good. It would be good. I've actually missed him. So it would be good to have a chat, especially all things new strength and a bit of reflection over everything and then also uh, give the guys a little bit of an insight into what we're doing in the future, which would be cool. Cool. So let's, uh, let's start off like obviously... Our, uh, our origin story as friends kind of started thanks to a junkie out the back of our old works, <laughs> which was uh, quite funny. So well, let's start off there. Uh, I think uh, uh, one of our mates, Rob, that we worked with as well, at the time you were working at the uh, studio next door uh, to, to where I was working and uh, there was a junkie that walked through and was like going through everyone's stuff and one of the guys just kicked him out and he came back in and was like, did you see that junkie in here? And I was like, no, nope. he's like, oh, I just had to chase her out, chase her out the back and run her down the street, and we walked out the back to it. And uh, I think that's when uh, did what happened? What happened there? How did you find out about that? Um, I think she came knocking at our door, and I locked the door. It was super sus, like super sus. You could tell that something was just going on from the start. And I was still pretty young. I think I was only nineteen, or maybe just twenty at the time. I can't really remember. And I had like four or five people to take care of, and I had the studio. I was there by myself at the time. So I was like, man, what am I going to do with this? So I locked the door and then I went out the back just to make sure that she couldn't come back around. And then in my transition out the back, you guys were there. And then I'd um, put a resume in for an application for the job next door. And then I think I said to you, I was like, oh, I actually have an interview with you guys tomorrow. I think it was when I caught up with Drew. Um, yeah, and the rest is history. It's pretty crazy to think now, actually, like those little things that, that come together and like I obviously met Sarah there as well and now we're getting married in six weeks and have Macy and it's, it's crazy, crazy man it's really crazy so I guess um the sequence of events has been pretty funny and yeah that's definitely a funny starting point where the junkie was trying to break into everywhere and that's where we first met and the rest is history it's weird though because I was training at Gates Head anytime so I indirectly knew Jess before yeah. I knew you yeah it's uh it's one of those things that is like this like intertwined Newcastle, which I think anyone, everyone from Newcastle knows how like ridiculously intertwined it is. Yeah. Even uh, like one of our clients, Jess, who was working at Scott Munro's after you yeah. and then just came along and uh, joined us here. And we're like, how do I know this girl? And it was from being in the same coffee shop a billion times in a row. Uh, that's Newcastle for you though. <laughs> yeah, no, certainly. Yeah, it's funny, hey, because Jess was like, as she always is, just super, super, super like polite and happy and really engaging like conversation and stuff like that. And I was like, 
I swear this girl thinks she knows me or something. And I still didn't know you guys. This was when I first started working at Wellfit. Still didn't know you guys were a couple. And I was like, I swear she, she must think she knows me or something. And then I finally figured out that you were dating each other. And it all made so much sense from there. It's funny though. It's funny looking back. Just thought Jess was hitting on you and being super polite. No, no, it wasn't. It wasn't in her defense. It wasn't flirty. It was just really nice. And I was like, this girl is just so happy. It's like so happy to see me all the time. She must. Yeah, it was funny. Anyway, we'll cool. continue. Uh, and then, like, I guess let's talk about like what the fitness industry was like at that point, because obviously it's uh, it was a very different state at that point there with what the whole industry was focused on and what people were, what what businesses were actually able to flourish at that point in time versus now i think it's uh it's changed a lot and i think with that change it's been able to allow for places like us uh like new strength to do what we're doing now so like we both came into the industry working with predominantly it was like a women's fat loss uh for the main source of training and the main source of the industry was really focused on that and then there was a lot of like boot camps and like the boutique curve style gyms but there wasn't much in terms of I think it was starting to get towards the boom of CrossFit around about the same time, but it was still very early days there. Uh, like there were probably at the time, would you say, would you have thought that something like what we have now is possible right then? No, I don't think so, hey. Yeah. I don't think so. It's good that it's come this way and I'm really happy that there is a niche for us to do what we do. And yeah, but at the time, I think it was, um, like, like you said, it was mainly like women's fat loss and then they had, I guess, your cliche bodybuilders kind of training in the gym or guys just training in the gym on their own and then crossfit started to pick up and then like i remember driving to work like when i was working at scott's and seeing like crossfit i think they were like vans or something like people were doing it out of their trucks or something on the way here from the coast there was like yeah, two, right. or, two or three i'd drive past and i honestly didn't even know what it was like I had no idea like i've seen a few things here and there but had no idea and obviously that took off and i think that influenced the fitness industry a fair bit um just getting people to do more things and like i guess to open general population up to experiencing a barbell and i think that increased the population and then people found their little niches that they enjoyed and then that allowed for people to either gravitate towards weightlifting or just lifting weights in general or just seeing that it's okay especially for girls like it's there's nothing wrong with being super strong i guess if anything it's a good thing so i don't know everyone doesn't want to do crossfit and then you have the people in between where they do want to get stronger lift weights and have a good time but it doesn't have to be in that setting or that sport and yeah i think that's where a lot of different avenues have opened up and and where we see ourselves is using strength as something to enhance your whole life not just not just focus on that one thing solely it's definitely a complementary thing yeah, cool. And let's talk about like where did those ideas start from for for you? Because I've talked about it a little bit uh, with some of the other episodes solo. Like where did where did that idea come from in your own personal life through training, or where was where did it kick off? Like in terms of this training style, this training style and how it can like have its influence outside of the gym as well. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, definitely. Like I started training like lifting weights training i always trained for sport and stuff my whole life except lifting weights when i was around what i mean 17 and um no i loved it hey like i just felt better mental health wise like physical everything like that i felt so much better when i was was lifting weights and i think at the time i wasn't doing a whole lot like besides surfing and when there was no surf i really had nothing to do so there was nothing to focus on and pursue and and surfing in itself i guess did give me that pursuit a little bit and that had its um 
what would you call it like it's adversity and stuff like that and I did have to grow as a person but I think training was just so objective like you you go in you like for lack of a better term face adversity go through something tough and then get the rewards and the being diligent and consistent and showing up when you don't want to and things like that definitely taught me personally a lot of lessons about life and terms of how to show up and consistency and those things and I think we applied that to business as well and it's lessons learned through something as simple as just lifting weights yeah that I think can apply. the uh Henry Henry Rollins quote the like what is it 200 pounds is always 200 pounds or whatever it's like the the iron never lies or I, I don't know it exactly but something along those lines but it's a super cool thing and it's like it doesn't matter where you're at on the day like it's it gives you an indication of like what's going on with you more than and it's like a leveler so you can be having the shittest day ever but if you come into the gym the weights don't treat you any differently like they're still the same and it's up to you to make it work well uh obviously like as you get more into lifting some days the same weight feels like it can be twice as heavy as well which is uh quite funny but i I think it's a it's it's a huge level that it has consistency behind it like you say you see something like surfing and my surfing skills is very very little but it can be so influenced by so many other external factors yeah as to certainly like the wind the swell yeah i'm gonna start rattling off things that are gonna prove my no, lack you, of surfing you, knowledge you're going soon. very well mate i think league was the same too i had a lot of external influences like playing in a team sport i never had that thing to just solely have an objective measure on myself and how I was turning up and the work I was putting in. Yeah. Like there's no one to blame at all ever if you're not doing what you want to do in the gym beside yourself. Yeah. Like yeah. if you're not putting in the work in and you're not trying to seek whether it's guidance or information or whatever it is, like if you're not moving forward it's completely on you. Like and you can I think it teaches a lot of lessons. Like you can blame your external environment, your circumstance, your situation, your genetics, like whatever it may be. So it definitely teaches you a lot of life lessons about you got to show up with what you got and you got to be consistent and you, sometimes you have to work and sometimes it's not fun except to get results all those things are necessary um but i think another thing we do well is it can it can be fun along the way too like it doesn't all have to be just hard work and be boring and lack of a better term that people use i think like it's not all about just grinding away like there is times of enjoyment and if you're not enjoying yourself then really what's the point point? and i think that's goes in all aspects of things you're trying to pursue there has to be some kind of enjoyment in it somewhere because if you have this timely process of trying to chase something down before you know it you'll be at that end point and if you had a process of multiple years and you didn't enjoy them then really life's pretty short so what's the point yeah it's a it's definitely like a interesting thing with the and it's very much perception on how you view it like Mm. it can be a drag if you make it a drag like Mm. i uh i was actually talking to uh bev uh everyone's probably listened to the bev episode or bev episodes i think i feel like they'd know bev uh, more than they know me actually probably recently yeah uh (laughs) but we were talking at because she's been doing balancing out her training and like uni and then she's been trying to do it all while uh trying to get herself down a weight class for strongman and talking about that it's just in a calorie deficit and that it's hard and like it sure it can be like at some point it's going to be hard but it's how you view it like if you're thinking that you're doing okay on it you're going to do okay on it if you think that being in a deficit is going to be the hardest thing in the world i bet you it's going to be 10 times harder than it needs to be and i think the same is goes with training itself is if you think it's going to be hard like and you're expecting it to take a lot of energy from you and not provide it back it's going to do that but if on the other hand you can find find the fun in it you can find the opportunities to push yourself and opportunities to see see growth from it 
then you're going to have a whole lot better of a time in there and, and you're going to find the fun as well. Mm. It's not going to yeah. drag you out. Definitely. And I think something, I can't even remember when this popped up. I think it was maybe like a conference with Alchemy when it's talking about like results are fun. Yeah. Like, so it's when, once well, that you was, get that. Uh, Ash Jones. Ash Jones. The, there you uh, go. Yeah. Like yeah. once you create that positive momentum and you do have that initial point that may be challenging and your mindset may not be in the right spot, but if you have the discipline to pursue and stay consistent then results are fun and then you start to appreciate the harder work because you know what lies behind that work i think that's important too mm, definitely I, th- I think that was a that was a cool thing with uh when ash did do that presentation because he's obviously got a gym that's like i think 250 members or something ridiculous uh and like a really really tight-knit community that's super cool uh ash you're probably not listening but you're a legend uh yeah no he definitely is uh and that was a really really cool thing and and it probably was reflective of like how a lot of people go through their training journey like when they first start off it's quite often they're like this is the best thing ever i feel great i'm getting stronger i'm getting fitter and then all of a sudden like the uh the wall hits where things start to slow down a bit and and we talk about this quite a lot of how like there is those waves of excitement around it because you have to go through that point where it's like you can basically in your first month nearly just add like or first few months even just add a couple of kilos to the bar every week and it just keeps on happening and then at some point it hits a wall and depending on your genetics depending on your nutrition your sleep your lifestyle like your actual training program all those things that have influence on there like that might change when that point comes up but then once you get to that point it's then about finding how to do it properly uh, and I think that's where people get stuck is they find the thing they really fall in love with early on and then they don't want to change it later on when it doesn't work anymore uh, because like, oh, well, it worked for me before. It's got to keep on working. It's like, well, no, it doesn't because it's, everything has a wall and a ceiling. And once you find that point, it's trying to find how you can get around that. Sometimes it's stepping back. Sometimes it's stepping sideways. Sometimes you just got to like, muscle up and just go harder. Uh, but it's figuring out what those pieces are to make you do those. Uh, let's shift gears a little bit now and let's talk about like uh, new strength as a whole like one of the things that everyone knows us for or quite a lot of people know us for is this burgers beers and deadlifts and uh, let's talk Mm -hmm. about where this started because this was really the way that I see it is like this is probably what built our own friendship uh, Mm. quite the most was like Fridays uh, when we were both doing weightlifting training and you were kicking my ass in weightlifting even though I started way earlier Uh, but (laughs) we used to basically go out get like sushi burgers whatever it was and then head back to the gym and uh and train i think it was what was your other favorite some monster energy drinks monster mixed with the maximus, maximus. oh that was a game changer if we can get sponsorship by monster and maximus that'll be the dream yeah that's that the podcast was, um, fun times very fun times yeah it was either sushi or burgers and then um definitely get a white monster and whatever flavor of choice maximus yep. and then train for probably it was a while then. It was probably two hours then, hour and a half sessions. On yeah. Friday, we'd max out and then hit accessories on both lifts. No, they were excellent times. Hey, very, very good. Yeah. I won't forget them anytime soon. That, and that's, a, that's sort of the thing that I think kicked off a whole lot of like what we wanted to change about the way that the industry's seen. Like that was like lifting heavy with mates, having a good time, enjoying food that's not bad for you in any sense, but it's mm. probably not the quote unquote like... Uh, what the industry would say is this is healthy food and this is good for you like it's not chicken and broccoli yeah i think uh, the it's like we we sit in the gray area of of exercise and nutrition where it's like we can appreciate nothing none of it's black and white yeah like training protocols like nutrition results and progress and stuff like that 
I think the fitness industry was very guilty of having this black and white mentality of yes and no, do or don't. And it's a much bigger picture than that. And I think with that, like me and you still value like the scientific side of training and making sure everything's supported and and actually works. But at the same time, it has to be enjoyable as well like we spoke about before and i think where that's where the burgers and beers comes up or even that friday session was it something to look forward to and something that you could yeah it kind of, yeah it didn't matter of like if during the week because we obviously had different schedules at different times like it didn't matter if we couldn't train together on those days but we carved out the time for mateship connection mm-hmm. on that friday and to have a bit of fun and we had at one stage i think there was like five or six of us in those sessions some yeah, weeks and it was yeah. uh it was crazy like a uh like the amount of times that I think, I think that was probably the kicker of when you started kicking my butt in weightlifting was like at the start, <laughs> I was a big dog and taught you how to do it. And then uh, next thing you came out, I think you went like up 15 kilos and you snatch in one, in one week, I think yeah. at some point, went from like 85 to 100. And the same thing on your clean, basically went from like 110 and then pulled off like 120 on one random day. Mm. Uh, but those are like, that was the environment that created that of like having the rest of the boys egging us on and uh, having fun, talking a bit of shit the whole time. And I think that was really what sparked this. When we started here, we were like, well, we need to bring that back in some way. And the burgers, beers and deadlifts just seemed to uh, kick that off. I think that was... Yeah, definitely. It definitely hit the nail on the head because it's a hard thing to introduce to a gym too because you still want to be professional. And it's... um it's a, definitely a fine balancing act so I think the burgers and beers night's done that really well and it also just gives people a lot of momentum in their training to actually train for something I think we would train in a more condensed period like we'd train for that Friday like yep. you'd always be focused on the Friday that was coming and those good times and training and lifting heavy and kind of having freedom to do what you wish and I think the burgers and beers night is that except just really tenfold because there's ten times as many people ten times as many burgers and it's really good to see everyone else hit the goals that they want to hit and they seem just to be building and building like each one's better yeah it is super cool and i think even uh like we had we kicked it off and we were the first one within within the alchemy mastermind to start it and not long after that i think a few of the guys also started doing it and uh, And f45 done it as well really yeah yeah. well i saw there's another gym in newcastle and the the guy who owns it it seems like he's a really really good dude but i think they've started hosting their ones as well so we're uh trendsetter (laughs) that's so funny that's hilarious we should have had this like trademarked and uh like yeah, some sort of stuff. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I forgot to actually tag you in that. I can't remember what F forty five's on it. So one of them did. Oh well, I will go chasing that down. You can't beat the original. F forty five, we're calling you out. <laughs> <laughs> we'll take them for a lawsuit. <laughs> uh but yeah, that, I think that that's been a super special thing for us to be moving in in that sort of space and really in the space of like creating experiences for people that are around having a positive healthy relationship with both training nutrition and and having time time spent with people like we all spend too much time on our phones that i think we're probably more guilty of than than a lot of people sometimes because we are relate like the business is connected to what happens on social media and what happens on our phones that we can sometimes get caught up in doing a lot of time on that that we otherwise wouldn't do but let's um let's kick into maybe some lessons or what things have changed in the time that we've been here uh for you Nate has there been any like uh from a personal <laughs> level or from like training uh what, what have you let's start off with, like what's obviously you've had a baby and uh <laughs> engaged about to be married let's uh let's stick away from those ones because they're the more obvious ones but maybe what's a what's a lesson that you've learned or relearned in the time that we've been here maybe maybe a couple of quick ones 
That is a very good question that you put me on the spot with. Um, I think the biggest lesson I've learned is definitely in this initial period of opening the business is what it is actually to do the thing that's required, whether you feel like it or not. I definitely thought I knew what that was, except I did not know exactly what that was until then. And then to complement that lesson, knowing when it's actually necessary, when to pull back a little bit. I think they're the biggest lessons I've learned personally in myself. And then also just with some of the things that like even the burgers and beers and I like how well that's gone. I wouldn't have expected that. Like I yeah. never expected it to be a bad thing, but I never expected it to take off like that. So just I think it was very humbling watching it grow and just just remembering that I don't know everything and be open to change and just yeah just go with the flow yeah cool awesome man and and what about training has there been anything that you've changed in not maybe maybe training on yourself or maybe uh maybe it could be something that you've found that we thought worked uh but then after testing it out on a bunch of other people we've maybe tweaked the ideas on it um biggest things from training is like just time spent training like the results people get in here with this amount they train just still blows me away like and i know it's the same for you except it honestly just completely spins me out like completely like i've seen people do some super impressive lifts in here training two to three times a week and if you asked me that before we opened i would have said it's just not possible like things like 500 pound deadlifts and stuff like that it's not that's not something small like that's super impressive super impressive um but training styles and stuff like that just i think we're a little bit more open to trying things now like we're not so rigid in our ways in terms of different stimuluses different periodizations programs like all of that stuff um i've definitely found it's more so the intent than the program like if someone tries hard and the program's average they get really good results if the program's really good and they half-ass it doesn't really matter so that's probably the biggest thing for me would be the the quality over quantity of training time like if you come in you do the work you don't have to live in the gym and i've taken that into my own training like i went from training five six days a week to three some weeks two some weeks and still progress and still move forward to whatever that goal is so i think the flexibility of the training regime has definitely been my biggest takeaway in that sense yeah cool awesome and i think i'd add to that probably as well as like the the thing that we've probably also made in a big change is like how how much environment changes like uh the the results that people can get mm. so like we, we found that like within that there is the program and it's like how much can the environment drive the intent and that's yeah. where what you were talking about there is like we we have obviously uh at the start i think we tried to go like completely individualized with so many people uh and then we sort of came back to us like well how can we meet the gap here of like we can have people pushing each other with somewhat of like the similar programming with some adaptations in there to allow for individual variances and what what people need what sort of movements are going to be the best fit for them and we've kind of found that balance point in the middle where it's not everyone gets the same thing but it's not everyone doing completely random stuff either uh from each other so that they can drive a little bit of their own competitive uh juices if they want to or they can just get exposed to like when some of the some of the guys get to see the girls and they're following they're following a similar rep scheme on the same day and it's like oh shit they're using that sort of weight and well maybe i gotta pick up my game a little bit <laughs> uh thanks grace for that one uh obviously yeah, we no, had it's never ending one of the one of the guys the other day went oh yeah what, what should i hit on the trap by deadlift for 
five reps this week. I was like, oh, Grace did 145 last week for five. He's like, oh, shit. I think, <laughs> so I think his max at that point was 165 for one. And he went 165 for five just to give himself some leeway. Yeah, yeah. No, it's definitely, you know, you're totally right. The environment definitely dictates so much more than I could have ever imagined. And I think the burgers and beers and the things I spoke about today is just us trying to enhance that but not lose sight of also quality programming. And it was a mission to get that balance in the centre, like going from individualised for everyone to not trying to go just to a group model where everyone's doing the right thing. So I think now we're in that sweet spot and people are getting really good results, except at the same time they know they can come in and be catered for no matter where they're at, whether it's an injury or different needs or like particular sports or whatever it may be but um definitely the environment's everything really cool man let's uh let's wrap this up with like one one last thing of like where do we see new strength going in the next three five ten years like uh, we you can take it to whatever sort of length that you want obviously we've got uh like very very big changes in lifestyle coming coming up and you've already went through that but um, you're next yeah <laughs> baby's due for me in february and that side of things is definitely going to switch switch things up and i think that's where we've moved towards like bringing in annalise and nick over the last like few months uh or nick over the last few months and annalise over the last year and those guys are really taking uh taking it into their their own and really taking some ownership and uh helping build the culture and and standing up for what what we believe in as a business and that's been super awesome uh, and, and a big part of us being able to then move into these chapters as becoming dads and uh, or be- become already for you and becoming for me. Yeah, but crazy, those man. are super important. And I think particularly with like, you look at how many, like where, where we were at prior to starting the businesses, I, I, I wonder of like how much of the lifestyle we'd be able to live now in still doing the casual uh, like PT work by ourselves and that sort of stuff and not having that sort of consistent base of uh, security and and influence yeah, on it being running yeah. the business but that was a big big push to the change though like when we decided to step out on our own and we knew it wasn't forever and something needed to change and i'd met sarah and obviously i was pretty keen on her and i thought that was going to go where it is now and i yeah i think we were both and you were obviously with jess and you guys were in solid forever so we we're getting to the age where we knew we needed to do something to to help facilitate that and and that's where we are now which is pretty cool so pretty yeah. cool but yeah it's still just 100 miles an hour still like i can't believe you're having a kid as well it's absolute spin out it is it's macy's huge. almost one it's really yeah it's it 10 is. months next week really yeah jeez i know i know it's crazy man it's crazy absolutely crazy so um sorry to yeah, next, go off topic there but um no i think it's just yeah us developing and making sure the business develops with us yeah yeah i think uh you can definitely expect to see some like dad strong sort of uh <laughs> like programs coming out maybe in the future uh which could be if that if that's something if you're listening to it and how you to think get that'd gains be, with no sleep how to get gains with no sleep <laughs> how to get gains when you can only train a couple of days a week uh, yeah that's helped so much like so so much like going from training so much to hardly just like comparatively like i probably trained for 12 hours a week before like yeah. now it'd be two hours a week like and still be able to get results yeah it's um yeah crazy. Anyway, is there any anything that you think that uh would be? Well, let's just give some sort of general gist of like moving forward. Obviously, like we we want to keep building the uh building the new strength culture, building the building the tribe, uh, and then 
continuing on the same uh, avenue that we are in probably the training sense uh, and just bringing that out to more people. Uh, yeah, I think like, I feel like it's super cliche for people in a situation like ours to like label they want X amount of gyms or they want to try and take over the world or they're going to do X, Y and Z. But I think the if we can further our impact on people that we're having now and try and even get more more in tune with who we affect the best like positively affect the most and try and find more of those people i think new strength will grow as it needs to like more things like take kate's post in the tribe page for example that was epic last night i, yeah. I need to uh kate if you're listening i know you did listen to the show <laughs> uh you'll be on the other side of the mic from me very soon i hope yeah definitely and that's that's like and i meant exactly what i said in my comment like really why you do it like it's it's those those moments like that so the more of them we can create and i think to further facilitate people being positively affected like that we will need to grow somewhat so i think our goal which was from the start it was wasn't about it wasn't about growth it was about quality yeah and and if we can grow and maintain the quality we will and if it needs to stay relatively small and the quality stay high then i think we're both on the same page but little things like upstairs getting done that's going to open up room for more capacity of people like the group classes will get new toys so will the guys in the pt work as well yeah. potentially go to a larger facility that won't be that much larger except we've still got a year left on the lease yeah. and we'll make decisions as they come except i think it's more about the impact and i think Definitely. me and you are impact and influence i think is yeah, really yeah. the yeah. big focus for us so uh thanks for coming on nath this has been a, a fun little half an hour chat we don't get as much time like half this to uh, oh, sit yeah, down and uh and do this sort of stuff so it has been good fun for me and uh i'm looking forward to uh getting this out there and, and seeing the sort of feedback that we get from the tribe from uh hopefully them getting to learn a few more of the background lessons behind us getting to uh bringing new strength to the world and uh hopefully we will see many more of these episodes with uh nathan me having a bit more of a chat over the coming weeks and months and hopefully more years yeah it'll be crazy the next one five years later yeah <laughs> cool thanks for that nathan <laughs> we'll catch you next time see ya